course, it's as soon as you start to record that that's when the neighbours decide to do some kind of repetitive banging upstairs and the other neighbours are jump-starting a car outside and presumably playing a game of how many times can I slam the door in a minute. So, if you hear some banging during this video, then you too can enjoy knowing exactly what that is. Anyway, I get asked a lot, how is it that I read so many books while working as a doctor and doing all the other commitments that I do? The answer is, I read about 30 books a year, so I'm no Ty Lopez, but actually, I'm quite happy with that level of output and I wouldn't want to squeeze it any higher. Reason being, a book is somebody's entire life work, and if you're just bashing through them too quickly, then you're not giving the author the respect that those ideas deserve, and you're not allowing those ideas to percolate and to impact your life. Physical books constitute about 5% of my total reading volume, the remainder is about 15% PDFs and 80% audiobooks. What that allows me to do is fill up the dead space and dead time in my day, from washing, eating, driving, that kind of thing, to have little pockets of time where I'm exposed to a book, those ideas can sit, and then space in between where they can percolate. Great idea from Naval Ravikant, which is to loosen the resistance and the barriers to entry to reading a book. Stop treating it like, oh, I have to start at page one and work my way through and finish at the end. I'm not allowed to move on to another book until I finish this one. The problem there is that if you end up stuck with a crap book, that could destroy your entire reading habit because you're just resisting the whole thing. He says instead, treat them more like magazines or sweets in a sweet shop, where you're able to skip forward, skip back, put them down, pick them up, just play around with it, be a bit more playful with your reading. So in summary, be playful with your reading and give it the time and attention that it deserves. So for example, I would rather read a outstanding book 10 times than 10 moderate quality books. On that note, I've been asked what do I think of services like Blinkist and 4-Minute Books, like these kind of book summary services. I think they're great as an advert for whether you should read the book, but remember, at the end of the day, what you're reading there is a two-page summary that's written by some guy who works for Blinkist. It's not gonna have spoken to the same things that necessarily will speak to you. And so reading the book yourself, you're gonna get different insights from that book than what the bloke at Blinkist has. It's somebody else's interpretation of the book and it doesn't give you the total time of exposure to the ideas in that book too. What kind of books do I read? Predominantly non-fiction. I've tried to struggle on with fiction over the last couple of years, but I just think I'm not at the right stage in my life to be able to enjoy it. I definitely see some utility in if you work in a marketing or a sales job and you can then ingrain the archetypes of storytelling into your work, then that totally makes sense. But for me, it's not priority right now. The difference between just-in-time learning and just-in-case learning. So just-in-time learning is when you have something that you immediately need to apply and so you're reading and you're paying a load of attention to it similar to when you're prepping for an exam, like that's when you're really paying attention to what you need to read and what you need to learn because you're gonna be tested on it. As opposed to just in case learning, where you're reading something out of interest but there's no immediate application to that. When you do that, you're not paying as much attention and the ideas are less likely to hit home. So I'm gonna cover the mechanics of how I read books in a second and also my note-taking process. I think it is absolutely essential that you take good notes from the books that you read. Our memories are fallible, and it's quite often that you'll come back to your notes from a book that you read a few years ago and you'll be like, oh my god, I forgot that I even read that, and it meets you at a different place to the stage in your life that you were in when you first read the book. 
This is your personal book summary service because the ideas have been curated by you, relevant to you and your life. So I'm gonna cover how I do that over on my phone, which I'm recording on now. So let's switch camera and I'll show you how that's done. The home screen of my phone. And as you'll notice, there's only productivity apps on the home page. I also don't have Facebook installed at all. And the only reason that I have to have Instagram and WhatsApp and so on installed is for work purposes but they are on the third page and they're in a folder with strict screen time limits as well. So I've split this into listen and read, but I've also put books just out on the home page rather than tucked away in the folder. So the first app that I use for getting through lots of audiobooks is called Book Player. This is the four hour chef, which is available for free download. Um, and as you can see, it tells you which parts of the book that you've got through already. You can then open up the book here. I usually listen on 2.5 or three times speed. And you can also set a sleep timer as well. So if you want to listen to something before bed, you can set this so that literally after five minutes, it just turns off. For Book Player, it's an open source free app. You can transfer things straight from your MacBook into a folder. So I use Alfred, which if you haven't seen the video on that, check out how to do that because it means that you can basically take any mp3 or audio file lecture that you've taken from youtube audiobook whatever press command m and move it straight into the book player folder and then that synchronizes and appears on your phone so it's pretty effortless from that perspective i also use castro for uh, podcasts i think it's the best app for that um, so i'll show you what that looks like So this is the Castro app, similar features. It's got different speed um, features and also a sleep timer. And then Audible, uh, which you can get a subscription to for pennies, really, uh, I think seven pound a month or something like that. Okay, so the final thing is the Apple Books app. And as you saw, that was on the home page, just outside of a folder so that it's front of mind, front of awareness. Now. Pre-warning, before I go through this, this will make you look like an absolute space cadet in front of your friends or your flatmates. With that aside, what I do is you can set up text to speech feature. And then when you open a book, this is Darren Brown's Happy, um, you scroll down with two fingers from the top and it brings up this label. What that then allows you to do is the important point, I believe, is to have one, and one that enables us to live more fully. It does not need to be easily describable in its entirety, or clearly attributable to any philosophical school, although it should stand up to scrutiny and inquiry. Being so that's it. And then you can just have that running if there's no audiobook version available. Yes, it's not ideal. Yes, there's no normal intonation and inflection that you would get with normal speech. So you have to pay a bit more attention. If that sounds too fast for you, don't worry. You will be able to improve your capacity for um, speed. Start with 1.1, 1.2, etc. And for some books and some content, you might even be able to go up to three times speed. I think much more than that starts to become a bit difficult to hold on to and you're having to really like white knuckle to understand what's going on. So all of those things aside, that is the way that I consume the content. I'll cover how I do the note taking in a second, but I should specify as well that all of what I've covered here is really just because of the constraints that I'm facing in my life. It's, it's what I currently do, it's not my ideal. My ideal would be having more time and being able to sit just with a physical book and just enjoy myself out in the park to get a Kindle and to, um, to sit on the train and, um, and use that and really kind of 
um, revel in the in the books themselves. But I can't do that, and so this is what I'm doing in spite of the other parameters, the other constraints in my life. To give you a contrast, my flatmate Mike gets through a ridiculous number of books, probably close to a book a day, and he's not using any hacks, no cheats, he's just sitting and reading through those books, has a special chair, turns off his, have his phone in the other room, and just really dives into the book. And that's a completely separate approach of just being able to fully enjoy the book for what it is and read it the normal way. Johnny has a different approach. He tries to minimize the total amount of stuff that he reads and instead focuses on what is the key actionable insight that I can do. And he's very much on the extreme side of just-in-time learning. So it's, what do I need to know? Where can I find that bit of information? As I read through, as soon as I find it, ah, that's an aha moment or that's an actionable thing, close the book, go and do it, go and teach it. And that perspective is extremely practical. And uh, that's another way that you can approach this if you are looking to achieve a specific outcome with this period in your life. So finally, here is how I take notes and put them into action from the books that I'm consuming. Now I'm using Evernote. I don't think any app comes even close to the functionality and speed of Evernote for creating an external brain. And uh, here is how I do it. So. If I'm reading the book as a PDF, I'll just take highlights from Kindle or from Preview and you can export them in bulk. And if I'm listening to it as an audiobook, I'll just jot down some notes on my phone or on the computer or whatever, whenever I'm, uh, whenever an insight comes about. So this is a book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. It's one of the ones that I'm constantly coming back to. I read it years ago, but I'm always reviewing it. Now, one way that you can do this to make sure that it doesn't just get filed away in your summary folder and not checked over is that you can actually add a reminder here. So I can say add date in a week, and then it sends you an email with the notes so you can check over it again and make sure that you're putting them, the stuff into practice. The second principle is progressive summarization. So here I've taken some of the key lessons from the book and I've put them at the top. Then as you go down, there's more about the kind of structured summary of the book, um, which I've got here, as well as some diagrams, some more um, stuff from it. And then at the bottom, these are quotes from the Kindle book itself. That way, if you want to just glance over it, you have the, the top overall high level summary at the very beginning. And also I've got a tweet here. This is from a friend of mine, George Mack, um, who it's just a relevant thing to the idea of deep work. And I thought this fits very well into the summary of it. So this is basically the kind of um, the note that compresses and includes all of the content and strategies around deep work in that one note. The other thing is, if it's a book that you're constantly going back to, it's worth reading it again, and it's also worth putting it into your Evernote shortcuts. That way you can then, you always have it on the top of your mind and you can, you can do this as a structured review process to make sure that you're really taking the lessons from that book. And I think that's so much more valuable than just moving on to the next book and the next book and just mindlessly consuming new content without putting any of the previous gems into practice. Okay, so I think that is everything. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns about my space cadet lifestyle and listening to um, text to speech while making a coffee in the morning, then please do let me know in the comments. Let me know how you approach reading. If you have any suggestions yourself or any questions on this workflow, and I will speak to you soon.